Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Let's let's get get through this. Uh, you don't sound enthusiastic, Dustin. I'm not enthusiastic, Tim. Well, folks, this is Apocalypse Now, and the sounds of our unenthusiasm echo through the internet as we discuss the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. You know what they were—they reminded me of this. This is going to be a completely obscure reference to anyone who's never lived in Kansas City. Okay. Uh, or or doesn't follow baseball. They reminded me this season of the Royals. <laughs> because the Royals always start out strong. And then halfway through the season, they lose it. And and yeah, yeah, they won the, the Super Bowl or whatever a couple of years ago. But if you live in Kansas City for any amount of time, you know that you're only, like, you watch Royals until they prove that they suck. <laughs> and then you you move on to something else but you know because because they are gonna make you miserable if you're gonna you know well it's not just kansas city there's a grand tradition of that in many many cities would have with their baseball teams it with seems their sports ball of, teams their sports ball teams because you know um somebody on the internet has listened to this is listening to this podcast and going the Royals didn't play in the Super Bowl because <laughs> <laughs> it's the internet and, and that's yeah. what we have. But um, yes, uh, I don't even, the funny thing is Dustin is that there are parts of this episode that I thought were effective. <sighs> and the problem okay, is, yes, there were some parts of this episode that were, were good and I really liked, but then the, but I, but the, by the, by the time we got to the parts that I really liked and were that were good, I was already mad. Yeah, yeah. Because it only took the first ten minutes to make me mad. Well, that's because the first ten minutes they suddenly decide to do the thing that we said they should have done last week. Right. Only stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So all right. So as we start off uh, with Dwight, and he is. Um, Walking, you know, trying to kind of get to where he needs to go to, because uh, he's not going to be part of a group that succumbs to evil again. And and uh, and he gets to Al's uh, SWAT vehicle, and there is the sound behind him. And so he, like, hides, and it's horses. And at first, he thinks it might be Jenny's people, because they were on horseback. But then, like, nobody ever talks or says anything. So he gets out, and it's like six horses all saddled up with no riders. And he's like, horsey. And he, like, goes and does that thing that every girl has ever done in a horse movie where he, like, grabs the horse and he puts his face on its muzzle and he, like, has a peaceful moment with the horse. And then we we switch over to Morgan doing the dumbest thing possible, which is talk telling Jenny where they are and to come, that they need help. Come get us, Jenny. We need help. 
And so as soon as he tells her where they are, and Jenny says she's coming to get him, somebody, I think it was Alicia, was like, hey, um, should we like go down and look at Humbug Gulch and see what the problem is? And Morgan's like, well, we can just call Jenny. And they're like, maybe we should go look. And so they go and look. I'm like, wow, all these fences are really holding up really well to to the walkers. I bet you, and I think it might have been Alicia again. It's like, I bet you we could get we could get these walkers out of here really easily and like maybe just get them out through the gates or something. And Morgan's like, but we just called Jenny. <laughs> It is just like I was just like you. Why did you do this to me? I was rooting for you, Fear the Walking Dead. I was rooting for you. I saw on Twitter people were like, "I miss Chris." <laughs> like, oh, ouch, ouch. Uh yeah. No, this is this was just so frustrating. Because, well, and it's the first of several frustrating things that happened yeah. this episode. Uh, because by the time it gets to the part that I actually thought was handled well, my frustration level. Oh was yeah, so that's hot. just the first. That's the thing that I was sitting there and I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this episode is already. I'm already too mad to watch this episode. <laughs> I'm already mad." And so I think at that point I tweeted to Fear the Walking Dead, like, "You've made me angry. Your show has made me angry." You've done the dumbest thing. It was the dumbest, dumbest course of... So now, now that they've decided that they can save the Humbug Gulch, now they have to try and figure out how they're going to deal with Jenny, knowing literally exactly where they are. Right, and she actually says that she knows the place that they're talking about. Yeah. Because she, she says, I tried to help those people, but they wouldn't listen. And the leader stood where you guys are standing right now, and he said... You know, we don't want your help, and look what became of them. Mm -hmm. This is important for later in the episode when we discover that Jenny's a liar. Shocking. Right. right. So then Dwight gets back with the horses. And they decide, they come up with, with a brilliant, you can't see my air quotes, plan. that They're going to lead the walkers away like they're cattle. And they're going to lead. Dwight also discovered there's a river. And so he thinks that they can lead them off away from and like herd them for a little while until they can get, um, use them against Jenny and her people when they come. Like use the walkers against Jenny and her people and then dispose of them. Right. Uh, so, so John Dory and June and Morgan and Grace for some reason and Dwight all go out to herd these cattle or these walkers. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you've ever like, like this would not work. The things like they would not, how, <sighs> so they, yeah, they hurt them. They hurt them out. And it's, you know, they act just like cows, uh, which makes me go, if this, if it was so easy, if, if, if walkers were cows all this whole time, walkers have been cows this whole time. Like, not only that, it also starts the beginning of this entire scene of stuff on horseback uh -huh. it, it, where, where you have people who are on horses 
And a reminder, horses are big animals mm -hmm. that move quickly. But either the people who are riding the horses are completely unaware of how to ride a horse, in which case they shouldn't be riding a horse, mm -hmm. or they're dumb, and I'm leaning towards the latter, because there are, is scene after scene of these slow-moving zombies surrounding a fast-moving horse mm -hmm. and putting our heroes in danger because apparently they can't move the horse five feet away or 20 feet away considering the zombies are coming after them through noise and motion. Right. They're not um, going to start ignoring them if they're 50 feet away. You know, here's something um, that I was thinking while I was watching this portion. Uh, in, the, in the Fear the Walking, in the Walking Dead comic, um, uh, we've talked about this when we talk about the flagship show, um, Andrea doesn't die when she dies in the, sh in the TV show. She lives oh. for a really long time. Sure. And spoiler for the comic, um, the way that she dies is uh, she and Eugene and a couple of other people are trying to herd walkers away on horseback. Right. And she, there's a thing and she falls off her horse and she has to like bite the walkers off, but she ends up getting a very minor bite on her, on her neck and dying. Mm -hmm. And so the whole time this was happening and like, we've been talking about, Oh, June and John Dory are getting married as soon as they get to Humboldt Gulch and like Dwight's come back to like, he's going to try and save them and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, uh, like I was just waiting for, and, no, and, then, and then Dwight does fall off his horse. And so I was just waiting for somebody to like them all to get away and for somebody to be like, Oh, by the way, I have a tiny scratch. Oopsie doodles. Yeah. No. Well, and when Dwight falls off his horse, he sits there and stares and he stares and he stares mm -hmm. and he stares at the horde, you know, the, the zombies right. who are eating his horse instead of backing away like a human person right. who's not being told by the riders to sit there like a moron. So, so anyway, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, Dwight ends up falling off his horse right as Jenny arrives. And so it throws their plan off. Right. Because they don't want to let Dwight, Dwight... Dwight's injured himself. Like, mm. he's fallen and hurt and hurt his leg. So they don't want to, like, leave Dwight to the walkers. And so uh, Strand and Daniel, who were, who were um, playing kind of, like, lookout, now have to figure out what they're going to do. And so Strand goes down to just try and distract Jenny in his very Strand way. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, but we don't see any of that. We don't see any of Strand trying to uh, to distract her, uh, other than we know that he tells her what their plan had been, which was to you know distract her with walkers or whatever. Right. Um, we find that out later, but who knows? But that plan is not going to work anyway. And so they end up leading the walkers into the river, which is this fast-moving river, and the walkers all get sucked away. So. Let's just look at the alternative universe of this well-written episode, se series or season finale episode, where uh, 
they go down first and look and discover um, that the oh we can probably lead these walkers away and then they they can do the exact same thing dwight can still fall off the horse there could still be danger but then they lead the walkers away and they start they, they it's it's the montage of them being happy which is a little tiny bit of what we get later but then we can end with jenny looking at a map and 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 her people being like i can't believe you're gonna let them get away and her, her looking at the map of where they saw them last and where that bridge was and all that stuff and then going i didn't let them get away i know exactly where they are and then zoom in on the map and show humbug gulch on the map and then it ends that would have and been then we could have all been like the whole like we could be like oh they think they're safe they think they're going to be okay, but Jenny knows. I would have liked that. I would have been happy with that. But we didn't get that, Tim. No, no, we did not. We did not get that. So, oh God. we don't have a resurgence of uh, Grace's, uh, Grace's uh, convenient television cancer during this whole thing that happens. And so later... Uh, after they failed miserably uh, at stop getting Jenny to go away, Morgan gets this hot idea. He's like, you know what? We are going to do the things that we said we were going to do when we got here. We're going to live. We don't have time, a lot of time to live right, but we're going to live right while we can. And so mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, it's at this point in the episode, I am extremely frustrated by the level of stupid. Yes. And the level of contrived. This is very, very contrived. All of this yes. is very, very contrived. This whole bit here with the wedding and the emotional beats, I'm actually okay with. Yeah, I like this. I wanted to see this. Because they go into the wedding. We go into the, you know, the, 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 this moment that we've been waiting for, for Do- John Dory and June to have this, this moment together. Mm-hmm. And... It works well. I mean, the emotion, the, the the gathering together of this group of people, this sort of, you know, kind of of community thing. This this again, we come back to the idea that why you and I even have been defending this season at all. Yeah, which is the idea that there's hope, and right. that hope is a good thing, and that hope in the in the post zombie apocalypse world should be can have a place. Yes, and it should have a place. I liked this scene. I liked the whole, I liked the wedding. I liked the fact that it was all very, um, it, it was romantic and sweet and a little bit schmaltzy, but yeah. I don't care. Um, and, and even before this though, is when we also realized that, that Ginny, there's evidence that Ginny has been lying about, about what oh, happened. Oh yeah. We, we, I skipped over that part, but yeah, Al stays back behind and discovers that, that the reason that there are horses with uh, with saddles on is because apparently Jenny sent some people to destroy this community, and some of them died. Some of her people died. Right. And I just don't know how well the writers know anything about poor you know horses, but you can't just leave saddles on horses. You know, I don't know how long those horses had been saddled, but you know, it makes them sick. Like, 
Well, and what you also have to wonder if if this happened long enough ago, why the horses are even around there anyway? Yeah, I mean they're well, there's in- a river and grass. Yeah, but you know what? There's river and grass elsewhere, and it's just super convenient that the people who died here clearly not as long ago as as Ginny wants to make out, but also long enough that there are desiccated corpses here. Right. The zombies look worn and, and you know, they're not just fresh-faced zombies. They're, you know, and the horses are just around. I mean, I'm like, okay, sure. You know, because the writers put them there. Right. <sighs> so they have the, they have the wedding. It's very and, and and Alicia and Wes paint something, and yeah. you know everybody's all it's it's this sweet moment. Everybody's having a sweet second, and somebody on Twitter, I was as I was going through Twitter looking for reactions to this. Somebody did do a gif of the first episode where Alicia and her boyfriend uh, are painting a mural together. Mm-hmm in the first episode and was like, remember like Alicia used to be an artist. She used to want to be an artist. Right. And so that was really a good callback. I think I didn't even realize that it was a callback and it was nice. I liked that. Um, So anyway, when Jenny and her people arrive, Morgan comes out and he's like, look, we're willing to go with you, but you have to take all of us. Right, he's just had that conversation. Yeah, Grace, where Grace is basically going, they're going to kill me. I'm going to live until Jenny gets here, and then they're going to kill me because I'm sick with with convenient movie cancer. Right, and Morgan's like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, she gives him a look for like this long, um, which says, "This again was another good part. This if, if in a in an objectively scene by scene." moment this was a good moment for me where 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 grace is like morgan i have convenient movie cancer she's already said she doesn't want to help people that are sick she's gonna kill me she's gonna kill me and anybody else that is sick we're never gonna leave humble gulch and morgan's like burger burger yeah and the thing is that he should know this he should know this because this was something that that was discussed last episode yes this is this is not a new conversation this was actually part she wanted to kill tom and tom was just an idiot yeah so the best part about this particular conversation is it is in a relatively well-handled conversation between two adults who Uh are attracted to each other right and are talking honestly about their situation and how they feel without, without actually ever saying how they yeah. feel to each other. And I thought, I, I, again, yeah, you're right. Individual scenes work really well. This is one of them, aside from Morgan's momentary lapse of memory for a crucial thing about, you know, Grace probably being murdered by Jenny. Right. So anyway, Jenny shows up and Morgan's like, you have to take us all. That means that our sick you need to find them help. And the, and he says, and we all want to stay together. And Jenny is like, <laughs> no, how dumb are you? that you think I'm going to let you stay with your group? We're separating all of you. I will take the sick. We'll take your sick and we'll get the medical attention. 
but you are not all staying together. You're all going different places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which made me wonder, like, how big is Jenny's operation? Like, do they have 40 different places to send 40 different people? Well, this would involve them actually explaining really any of the crucial things about Jenny that we still don't know. Right. Including why she is such an awful person. Right. Who makes decisions apparently, and it's hammered home in this episode as well, purely out of spite. Right. So so Morgan has no choice but to agree because she's fucking there and she's got a bunch of fucking guns. <laughs> yeah. So, so they start separating people off and it's very painful. Like all the children are put in the back of a truck and, uh, oh, right. We forgot. Lucia has finally showed back up because she was with Jenny. We missed that yeah. whole point. Uh-huh. Part. uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You mean the, the, uh, the moment where we see her from a distance and Strand goes, oh no. And Daniel goes, oh no. And then we don't see her again until the end of the episode. Right. Where she is there to shut the door on the children in the truck. Right. She's like, it's going to be okay. Bye. And like closes them in. And that's the last we see of her. Right. <laughs> because so, the writers do not know what to do with this character, clearly. Right. So she had one line. And then we get to have emotional, like, departing scenes of all of the characters like you know John Dory and June are separated and uh when Winston or Wendell and Sarah are separated and Daniel is separated not only from Charlie but also his cat yeah again what is the point of that yeah I mean it's just it it uh it that was like okay, these people are just being dicks to be dicks. Right, exactly. Like, you're not going to put the the married couple together? Did they separate all the parents and kids, too? I would assume so, because I just saw kids in that truck. Yeah, it's just like, uh, and like, okay, okay, whatever. These these are, it's a bunch of assholes being assholes. Shocking. Okay, great. So... So it ends it ends with um Morgan and Grace. Like Alicia goes off with some people. Strand seems like he's going with Jenny, like like back to the main compound or something. Because Daniel's like, don't forget who you are. Don't forget, you know, the person that you are. Yeah, and he tells he tells uh, Alicia that they could do more damage from inside. Right. Which Which is exactly what we said last week that we didn't want to happen. Yep. <sighs> I know, I know. But yeah, so it seems like he's going to to be in the inner court or something. And I love that little, those, those, those strand moments where he's saying goodbye to the people that have been the core cast since the very beginning. Right. Where he's like, Alicia, you know, we can do the, the, the better work. We can, we can Lex the fuck out of this place. We've been doing it for five years. Right. And then Daniel says, don't forget who you are. And part of me, that could be taken two different ways in my mind. Mm -hmm. That could be, don't forget the good man you have been trying to be. 
and you know or it could it could be read as don't forget the to be the asshole the manipulative asshole we all know you really are yeah and, and both I, of, both of those yeah. are viable for him mm-hmm. in this situation and yes. i am i am fully on board with having more manipulative strand because that's always fun to watch right Especially if he's, if for some reason, because I think if I remember correctly, when Strand and and Jenny first met, uh, she, he was like, tell me, like, give me your feel, give me your pitch. Mm -hmm. And she was like, ah, Strand, I like you. You know, so that's totally possible that she's going to end, he's going to end up somehow in her advisory council or whatever, fucking things up from the inside. That would be delightful. Which would be fine if we didn't have so many characters at this point spread across so many different locations. Right. Uh, and you know, you just know they're going to do the, the, the flagship show thing where it's like one episode for each character for like six weeks. Yeah. Before yeah. we get back to what happened to Morgan. Well, yeah, because basically at the end of this, we're left with Ginny and Morgan. Well, no, we we can't skip the Grace stuff. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Because uh, there's an on, there's a guy who did a, a doctor who did a a, a a residential rotation in oncology, mm-hmm. and so Grace is sent with him to to be tested and stuff like that. And so it's finally, and as she is leaving, Morgan grabs her and he's like, "I just wanted, I, I need to tell you that." Um, I felt something for you, something I hadn't felt in a long time, and it scared me. And that's why I have been, you know, running away or whatever. And and then, you know, as she's being pulled away, she says, "Morgan, I felt something too." And it was that was again another really yeah. good, solid scene between the two of them. Um. So anyway, it ends up with just Jenny and Morgan. Right, and. Morgan's like, so where am I going? And she goes, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I, um, you're staying here and you're going to be dead because <clears throat> I don't want to deal with you. And right. Morgan's like, right. And so Jenny raises her gun and Morgan whips out his staff and right. knocks her down. And but he gets shot in the chest. Right. And she leaps up, and she is livid as hell. And the gun misfires. Uh-huh. And they're both Burns her hand. It's in fact, it's it's a that's actually a moment I liked as well because her oh, reaction yeah. was. I mean, both of their reactions were just like. Well, very but the thing she says too was just so good because isn't she like, "I just hate your smug face." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and. And it's like then the then the radio crackles, and mm-hmm. it's this it's this doctor this guy did the oncology thing, and he says uh, she's not dying of cancer, uh, at least not obviously she's pregnant. Dun dun dun. And when she'd been having that conversation with Morgan earlier, she'd mentioned that she'd slept with the guy that she had not exactly a feelings for, but a, a sort of a friendship slash yeah. he was into her. And they, so they slept together before he was killed. And this was like three, four months ago. Yeah. And so she's about three or four months along and Morgan's like, you were going to kill her. 
Yeah. Because you talk about you being the future, but you were going to murder the future. Right. And Jenny's like, I think that's when Jenny says, I hate your smug face. Oh, yeah. Um, and Well, that's right before she shoots him, too. Like, she doesn't, she tries to shoot him after that. Yeah, and then it doesn't, it doesn't work. And so she's kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to bleed out and die. And I'm okay with that. Because... Walkers over there are coming and uh, you know, so see ya. And so she leaves and Morgan gets, <sighs> Morgan gets a little bit of a monologue, which I could yeah. have done without. Right. Because he's, I guess talking to people who have no way of hearing him because yeah, he's, he's back on his channel and he's, he's, talking trying to send messages to to his people or to the people who are still listening to channel four or whatever except that all of his people would have had their walkie-talkies taken away well i mean we don't know how many people have been listening to channel four this whole time just being like like this is a radio play like they're listening (laughs) to channel four like it's you know you know what's gonna happen on the next episode of channel four Well, I mean, but of course, he's also in the middle of nowhere because, of course, True. it's the Walking Dead universe where everything is in the middle of nowhere. And that's how the episode ends. He's mm-hmm. And uh, walkers he, are walking up towards him. Yeah. So the only way for Morgan to survive is for someone unexpected to rescue him. Yes. And this would be the perfect time... For Madison to come back. Oh, yes. This would be the perfect time for Madison. However. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I mean, it's, you know, Letty James is a, a, a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. And if this is the last we see of Morgan, um, if Lenny James has other things he wants to do, this is, this is not the worst exit for Morgan. No. But, but the, here's the problem with this being Morgan's exit. Um, he set out to do something. He set out to prove that that you can you can be intentionally kind and try and save people and and do your best to stay, keep you keep your humanity in this in this world. And if he dies, if we never see Morgan again and he's just gone, he'd failed. Yeah. His mission was a failure. And I don't ultimately think that's what the writers want. The writers ultimately want for this to be, you know, Morgan having a good, you know, being the hero, you know. Yeah, but traditionally which is a weird thing to say about a show that's only been on this long. They have a track record of not giving characters the journey they were set up to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and sometimes it came down to, you know, actors leaving the show willingly or not. Um, but I, Depending on what they plan to do next season, I could see this being the end of Morgan. 
without i mean it's it's not his best ending it's not the ending he should have but it's it's yeah. it's an ending that has a it's almost an echo of rick in a way in that he he makes a decision to save people that doesn't work out the way he wants it to and he apparently dies Right. Or is set up to appear that he is going to die. Which is kind of what happened to, with, with Rick, with the bridge, and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's, and which I, I you know, I kind of, I don't, ho- I hope they're not trying to have a parallel there because it's, it doesn't, they're very different characters. Right. And they should have very different endings. And of course, Rick's ending isn't really an ending. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I don't think, I don't think, I, I'm. I'm willing to bet that Morgan is rescued by someone, whether or not it is Morgan or it is, uh, it is Madison. Like it should be. Yeah. Or if it's some rando who's just like, I've been listening to channel four and I knew where Humbug Gulch was. And so I thought I'd come and make sure you were okay. You know, yeah. I mean, cause, it, cause that is just as legitimately possible on the show oh, yeah. as any, literally any other outcome. Just some rando walking up and shooting those walkers and being like, oh, yeah, I listened to your radio show. Well, it'll be Dwight's wife. No, maybe. Maybe. That's also a possibility. And that would actually, I would be happier with that than a total stranger. Yeah. Uh, But we've talked about before having Madison, having Madison and Morgan being able to play off each other. Mm -hmm. A ruthless Madison, especially in this situation where you could just see her going. Well, I'm going to go kill all these people. <laughs> well, and, and to some degree blaming Morgan uh-huh. for making it happen. You know, you put my child in danger um, and Morgan going, well, I was trying to save her and Madison going, you know, well, it didn't work. <laughs> right. You, now you did everyone, a real bad job. You know? Now everyone has to die. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and the contrast between the two actually could be, Quite and we've watch. always said it would be amazing. Oh yeah, the contract between the contrast between the two. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm not gonna hold my breath. Well, and then but there were some other really good, very interesting things like um, that happened, especially in the leaving episode, like when there are the this part where they were leaving. That I want to go back and touch on, sure. like all the kids being put in the back of a truck with no adults. I'm very interested to know what that's about. Charlie didn't go with the other kids. No, she she did not put somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought was interesting. What are they going to do with, uh, with the cat? Like they wouldn't let Daniel have his cat. Why is that? Yeah, also, if they, if they kill the cat, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who feel that same way. I'm sure there's going to be a whole cat rescue mission. I'm, I would be <laughs> saying that would be sarcastic, but I have no doubt there's going to be a huge a whole cat rescue mission. Honestly, um, though, watching Daniel go on the roaring rampage of revenge to get his cat back mm-hmm. would be... It's very of, John Wick. It will be very John Wick. It would be kind of awesome to watch. But here's the one I find the most interesting, and I can't wait. I'm really interested to find out what this all means. So uh, Alicia is being led away, 
and somebody grabs her like weird melee weapon that she made out of the the submachine gun stock yeah and grabs it and starts to take it away from her and jenny walks up and says no let her keep it she's gonna need it yeah i really liked that like i was like oh no Oh no, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's there's potential here for interesting stories to be told. Yes. And like I said, I am sure that next season we are going to get a full 5 episodes of of interesting, you know, almost uh uh you know, like like stories of, of all these characters, like doing little things to sabotage, uh, sabotage their, their new captors or whatever. Sure. Before we find out what happened to Morgan, I guarantee it won't be in the first two or three episodes. It, well, I mean, it kind of, I can't guarantee that because this show doesn't follow any logical or narrative sense, but I can say that if I were one of the writers, I would, be like, no, we need to do at least three episodes where people are like, where the fuck is Morgan? Before we say where Morgan is. Yeah, no. And, and it'll be, it'll be what it is. I mean, we've, we've had, we've had mixed feelings about this show from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's had some really great episodes and some really terrible ones. And its percentage of good to bad is not it's, great for the good yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. But and, I don't know. It just, it, this is, this has been a frustrating season. Because and it's the problem is, is that it felt so good. It was so good to be like, I'm really excited about the places that we're going. And then to just be completely shut out and disappointed by the end. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, there is there really is a potential here for the kind of story that we've been advocating for for a long time that we were actually getting a little bit of over on the regular The Walking Dead show. Mm-hmm. The idea is there's a future and that you plan for the future and you try and build a new world. Right. And fight for that new world. And well, and well, right I brought this up before. Both of the new spinoffs, both of the two new spinoffs that are coming mm-hmm. are set one of them is set in a in a future where the the main characters who are all teenagers have never known a world where there wasn't zombies right and the one that nick nico tortorello is is going to be starring in it's been very hush hush about what the actual plot is but i believe it's also set in in a farer future that could be really, really interesting to see. And I think that there's some potential there. Oh, have you not seen the... There's a, online, there's like a concept thing, especially for the, the one about teenagers. It's for the one about teenagers. I've seen the teenagers. I've, I've seen the stuff about the teenagers, but I haven't seen any much about the other one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. The, walk, the regular The Walking Dead is back this weekend. Yeah, I know. Um... And and I have, well, I have reasonable hopes that the first episode of the new season of The Walking Dead will not be as disappointing to me 
as the final episode of this season of Fear of the Walking Dead, which shows you how well I am tempering my expectations right now. <laughs> um, I hope it's not as bad. <laughs> did you hear Henry Dean Morgan said in an interview he only thinks that Walking Dead has about four, three more years in it? Well, Is- you know, if you... Um, if it's got three good years, then great. Um, we, there are arguments to be made that shows should run for a limited amount of time and yeah. and stop. Um, especially if you're going to spin off a bunch of franchise shows. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, with the comic over, I mean, you know, I still haven't found the, found the last issue of the comic, the comic shop that I go to down here. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to look, I don't buy anything. I just go and browse and irritate the owner. Sure. Um, I asked, and he was like, yeah, they didn't give any, even any, the, like comic shops didn't have any clue this was going to be the last episode. Right. Or last issue. And so we just ordered our normal stock. And so he's like, I don't even know if we're going to be able to get reprints in. So. Yeah, it was, uh, they, they, that was such a surprise that there was no planning for it, which in some respects, you know, Makes it more valuable, I guess. All right. Well, this has been the Fear the Walking Dead season. Yeah. Um, some good, a lot of bad. Uh, fingers crossed for better luck next season. Well, yeah. And, you know, if we if we think about it this way, like every season has gotten better in different ways, in different ways to completely fail by the end, but they've all showed improvement, especially after they killed off Chris and Travis. Right. And even with killing off Travis, the character had improved because he wasn't dealing with Chris. Right. Which is why the Travis death was as out of the blue as it was. Mm -hmm. But Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, I just you know bring bring Madison back and let her and Morgan have philosophical debates. I want to see that. Oh, I oh I would love I would legitimately love that. <laughs> All right, well, folks, if you want to have philosophical debates about our attempts to praise this season when it was getting things right, even though a lot of people were complaining about it. Um, or to share your frustration with a lot of what this season did wrong. We would love to hear from you guys. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, We would love to have comments and feedback. That would always be welcome. You can find us on podcast.com and iTunes, and you can leave us a rating and comments there as well. Um, And yeah, and we both have our own personal Twitter. mm -hmm. Uh, You are Timothy Hart at Timothy Harvey. Right. And I am at the night dusto. So if you want to reach out to us personally and, and argue with us or whatever, please feel free. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like it. Yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week with the walking dead and the beginning of its new season, uh, which of course continues the build up to the war with the whisperers mm. and um, is got a lot of potential. Uh, and had a fairly strong season last season. We were we were overall pretty pleased with it. So uh, it had its rough patches as well, but it was overall pretty strong. So looking forward from to a good time this time around. Dustin, as always, thank you. Thank you, Tim. 
And thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with more Zompocalypse Now. Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.